0: Hey ladies, what is going on? I hope you're having the best day ever. I'm here to be the bad guy today. What's up? Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. I'm so excited to be talking to you ladies today about alcohol and how it's ruining your progress and stalling your fat loss. And yes, I'm the bad guy today. Hello, welcome back. So if you would like to learn a little bit how these different things affect your body, how the processes can definitely you know, cause some issues with some fat loss, with some muscle building, with some fitness goals, then we're gonna talk about that today, okay? So on top of also talking about fat loss and muscle gaining and alcohol, we're basically just gonna tell you like, wait, I'm going to go over why you need to be concerned about it. And the reason being is that because I think alcohol is very normalized. So if you go to any small town, especially in Ontario or Canada, because obviously that's where I'm from, even if you go to the States, anywhere you go, there is an alcohol store, there is somewhere where you can go buy alcohol. At this point, you can do it at corner stores, you can do it at grocery stores. If, if you go to any store or any small town in Canada, you will find an LCBO, but you won't find a gym it's very rare that you're going to find a gym actually. And it's funny because I was talking to Coach Ash the other day and she's out in the middle of nowhere, like near... In between chatham and sarnia and out through like ontario and she's like i keep trying to find a gym and i can't find one anywhere however if i want to go pick up a 26 or i can do so on any corner block and it's pretty wild to me that at this point it is more acceptable and more socially acceptable for you to go to a party and drink and get blackout drunk and do god knows what than it is for you to not drink you get way more shade for not drinking if you're at a party if you're at a social event if you go out for drinks like god forbid you go to a wine night and bring water like it's just something that's like kind of not accepted still and as much as like we want to make sure that we are focusing on our health and our fitness obviously there's a way to do this in a fun way that doesn't wreck your progress but also in a way that like you just need to know what you're getting into i'm very big on just like educating and being like if you're gonna make this decision just make sure you know what the consequences are make sure that you know what you're getting yourself into before you do it okay because for a long time, ladies, I wanted to see progress. I, want, I was working really hard in the gym. And I was like, again, I'm not very old. I'm 27 years old. So my body was like, woohoo, like bender on Saturday get up on Sunday, go to the gym, probably do it again. Monday, we go to work 6am still hungover, sweating on the way to work, right? Like that was the vibe for a very long time. And I'm sure you remember that phase as well. If you had that way back when or you know, whenever a few years ago, right now, whatever the case might be. Um, and the thing is, is that like, as much as you know, that was a great time, I definitely can't do that anymore. And I'm sure you're feeling that as well, where you're like, I can't drink the same way that I used to, right. And there's a lot of different reasons why. But the biggest thing is, is that alcohol is a poison. At the end of the day, alcohol is a poison okay and the thing with poison is that if you were to drink bleach how fast would your body get rid of it right i say this all the time it's like it literally would expel it, it you would puke you'd probably poop your pants you'd probably be sweating your like whole body would shake you'd be throwing up it'd just be an awful time right with alcohol it's a little bit less of lesser of a dose but it's still considered a poison and so what happens is when you ingest alcohol your body tries to get rid of it first. So essentially like there's other foods that you're normally eating while you're drinking, sure, but it doesn't really matter what you're consuming. Like you could have a chicken breast, you could have veggies, you could have rice, you could have a slice of pizza doesn't really matter. The thing is, is that your body's going to prioritize getting the alcohol out of your body as soon as you ingest it. If you're doing this multiple times a week, so if you're doing it like say Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, all these kind of things, hey guys, then what you're going to notice is that over time, especially as you get to like 30, 35, 40, your body takes longer to eliminate the alcohol so the time period in which your body isn't really like digesting food that well it's more so just kind of storing it it's more so just doing the things that it needs to do to get the alcohol out doesn't really care about protein synthesis, which is the process of building muscle doesn't really care about digestion doesn't really care about anything, because you just poured bleach down your throat, right? And so the thing is, is that when that happens, you need to get rid of that alcohol. Now, the problem is is that you can't drink any more water, you can't eat food, you can't really force the system, you can't really force it out. So as soon as you decide to drink alcohol, everything else is going to go, Whoop! we're pausing for a little bit, because we got to get rid of this, okay? It's kind of like, you know, if you're if your are uh, toddlers crying upstairs, you're probably going to stop what you're doing and go make sure that you give them a hug and take care of them. I would I would hope right. And so the same thing your body's doing to you is it's taking care of yourself. It's going, hey, you know, we're in danger, we need to take care of this, like, It's not very good for us. We need to flush this out. Okay. So it's going to prioritize that. Now, as we get older, obviously our metabolism slows down. There's a lot of processes that tend to slow down a bit, but it also just doesn't, it's not as efficient as it used to be at processing things. Maybe you've been drinking for years. That's also going to play a factor, all these kind of things. Or the opposite I find as well. If you stop drinking and then you go to drink again, it's kind of like if you have a glass of water and you put a whole bunch of food coloring drops in it, eventually you can't really see what color it is. It all just kind of looks black. But if you have a nice clear glass of water, you drop one thing of uh, food coloring in it you're going to notice that the whole whole cup turns like one color right and so it's very very easy to for your body to basically be like oh okay so now we have alcohol in it right it's like before it's a little bit more saturated your tolerance is going to go up a bit and the processes have kind of already slowed down everything's kind of already doing its thing it's like almost used to having alcohol doesn't mean that you're going to progress with your fitness goals it just means your body's used to funneling out alcohol rather than doing everything else whereas when you give your body that. break from alcohol, as soon as you drink again, you're going to notice that you feel worse. So I'm talking about feeling not about system processes. I hope that makes sense. Okay. So then we go from there. And basically, like when you're trying to lose fat or lose or build muscle, why does this matter? So when we're trying to lose fat, not just lose weight, we want to build muscle and we want to burn body fat. That is the goal. Keep the muscle high burn the body fat so that we can see all the beautiful muscle that we built and we look nice and tight and toned and everything's good. The problem is, is that when you are drinking a lot of alcohol, your body isn't rebuilding muscle that well, like your mTOR, which is basically the process that builds muscle, kind of get stopped It get shut down even after like one drink, right? I normally say two plus because I understand that you don't want to be a bodybuilder. Most of you ladies don't want to get super bulky. You're not really trying to win a strong man show like, you know, as much as someone you know, you're going to get like Joe Blow, who's like, hey, one drink is like the worst thing ever for you. And you're going to like hate your life and everything's going to stop. Okay. But like, if we're talking moderation here after about two, that's when things start to like actually start to, to actually kick in like one, yes, you're going to have those side effects. But within like two to Three hours, you're going to notice that most of those side effects start to go down. Normally, it's like two plus drinks, and it's going to be the rest of the day, the next day. Um, you know, as you get into like three, four, five, six, seven drinks, the next day, the next day, the next day, right. And so you're going to notice that when you have those periods where you don't drink, or you don't drink for multiple days in a row that you're actually able to see more progress, you're going to notice that you're stronger in the gym, you're going to notice your cardio sessions are going to go better, you're also going to notice that your risk of injury goes down. So for those of you ladies that drink on a consistent basis, and you're not drinking enough water, which is most of you ladies, like you need to be drinking at least two to three liters of water, especially if you're drinking alcohol. And the reason being is is that as soon as you drink alcohol, you can get dehydrated. Your tendons, your ligaments, your muscles, they all require water in order to stay hydrated in order to stay like that nice elastic kind of substance that we want in terms of like making sure that when you go to lift or when you're pushing yourself really heavy that you're not getting injured during your lifts okay and so if you're someone also who likes to push really heavy in the gym you know you're putting on three four or five plates on the leg press right after a night of drinking it's probably a very terrible idea because although your muscles might be able to handle it your ligaments and your tendons can't it's also not an amazing idea to go out drinking and then go for a run it's also not an amazing idea to go out drinking and then go do CrossFit or go do some high intensity exercise because your ligaments, your tendons, your muscles, they need time to rehydrate. Okay. So as much as you want to go push it and like get all the alcohol out of your system the next day and do all these things, it's honestly one of the worst things you can do. Yes. Go move, feel better. Like go for a walk, go for a workout. I get it, but you're not aiming for PRs on that lift. Like that's not the idea of the thing. Okay. And so When we talk about it ruining your progress and stalling your fat loss, the reason being is is that like realistically, if you're doing this multiple times a week, because some of you ladies are drinking wine, like two glasses of wine a night or every other night, what you're going to notice is that like your fat loss does stall because, again, your sleep patterns get interrupted. I know it's like, oh, I have this glass of wine to go to bed, but as soon as you have alcohol, it's actually like pseudo sleep. It doesn't actually help you go to bed, and so you're not going to get that deep REM sleep that you need, which then you're going to wake up the next day. You're going to be tired. Your cravings are going to be rampant. You're going to find that you're more irritable, you're more agitated, you're not able to handle stress as well. And then you have another glass of wine. And then you go to bed again. And you're like, Oh, I feel better, right. And then you wake up again, and your stress is even lower, or sorry, your stress is even like, uh, even higher, but your ability to handle stress is lower, okay, You're, you're even more irritable, Um, then you're going to notice eventually same thing, like your progress in the gym, it starts to slow down. Why can't I ever, you know, keep my muscle mass. And then so when you combine age, and you combine alcohol, you're basically ramping up your aging process, I'll be totally transparent. Then again, I don't say this to be like a dick, because I think everyone hears this. And they're like, Oh, she doesn't drink blah, blah, blah. The reason why I didn't drink is because alcohol was literally killing me. It was literally killing me. So if you guys want more information on that, I can let you know. But as someone who has high histamines, alcohol is fermented vegetables for the most part, you know, potatoes, that kind of stuff, wheat, right? Things that I'm very allergic to. And so it's basically like just attacking my body. Like my histamine levels were through the roof. I literally was not able to function. And like I was getting blackout drunk on literally no alcohol, like not drinking that much. Like it just was getting too high, my histamine levels. Um, and it literally was getting to the point where it was like getting me to the point where I was getting deficient in things like. It was not good. There's a reason why I couldn't move for the last few weeks. And that's part of the reason. Not that I drank a bunch. But like, again, guys, it's just the the added on top, right? So we have alcohol. So not only are we making poor decisions financially, we're making poor decisions mentally, you know, we're blackout, we're at a bar, you know, you see the girl that you don't want to see, or you see the guy that you like didn't want to see you go up you smack them, you do something stupid, you say something you didn't mean to, you know, you tell someone they looked, dumb. maybe you're an angry drunk, maybe you're a sad drunk, I normally cry at the end of the night, you know, and then the next day you wake up and you go, Oh, shit, what did I do? do and you wake up you feel like shit the whole day's ruined the next day ruined right and then we go on our day and we do it again right so it's more so like why are we drinking alcohol what is the coping mechanism like why do we feel like we need to drink at the end of the week why don't we have like what other systems can we put in place to be able to manage our stress so that we're actually able to go see more results right are we able to actually enjoy our life to the point where like by Saturday, we don't feel like we need to go drink in order to enjoy ourselves to relax to have fun. If your idea of getting a fun is getting blackout drunk on the weekend, I would reevaluate Monday to Friday. I'm just being honest because the thing is, is that I thought I was having fun too. And guess what I've had way more fun in the last six months since I stopped drinking than when I was out at a bar or clubbing or doing whatever the hell I was doing, right? Like, it's not as fun as I thought it was. And obviously at the time, I think there's a time and place, but there's a certain point where you kind of have to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, is this serving me anymore? And for most of you, especially if you're watching this, the answer is no, otherwise you wouldn't be watching a 12 minute podcast about how alcohol is ruining your progress, okay? The other thing that I want you guys to think about too is that when you have anything, whether it's food, alcohol, whatever the case might be, alcohol is a big one, and I'll get into the aging process in just a second, your body is screaming at you and telling you something and you're not listening. So if every Sunday, you wake up or every Saturday you wake up, you feel like shit. You're like, my day is ruined. I don't feel good. Why do I keep doing this? Your body is telling you something and your mind is telling you something. Most of the time it's that I have a goal in the back of my head. I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to get stronger. I want to do all these things. And this is ruining it. And your body is literally giving you alarms like boom, boom, boom. We don't like this. And you just keep doing it. You're doing the pattern over and over again. And until you stop that pattern, that booming voice in the back of your head is not going to go away because every Sunday I would wake up and I'd be like, Oh my God, why did we do that again? Why did we do that again? How come I'm here again? Like what the F like, I literally would start getting really mad and I would get sad and I would cry. And then I would ask Mike, Hey, what did I say last night? I don't understand why I keep doing this because obviously like I was also having an allergic reaction to alcohol on top of also being way too drunk. Right. So like, my whole body was just freaking out. So like, it was just like basically shutting down. Like I was a totally different. Like it was a mess. Right. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. Cause for the longest time I could have a few drinks, no problem. And then all of a sudden I couldn't. And regardless of if you're in that situation or you can't, it's like, if your body is screaming at you over and over and over again to stop something and you keep doing it, no wonder you feel out of alignment, right? Like no wonder you don't feel motivated or in momentum because no shit. Why would you, you're not doing anything to be in alignment or into momentum. Right. If anything, you're just doing everything that your body's like, hey, stop doing that. Same thing when you go through the drive-through and you're like, ah, why did I do that? Again, because you have a goal that's important to you. Some of you ladies keep saying that you're not, you don't really care about losing weight. Like you want, it would be nice, whatever. But like realistically, if your body keeps yelling at you and every time you do something, you're like, shit, I shouldn't do that because this is the goal. When do we start listening to the voice? that's like, hey, this is the goal. You know what I mean? Like, eventually you got to start cluing in otherwise it's gonna be the rest of your life that you just keep every time you go to do something you're like well here we go again like acting out of alignment this is fun like i love this for me right like it's like it just starts to be like a little bit exhausting because every time you go to do something you know how you're gonna feel after in terms of alcohol and aging so i also got a really good question that just came in will a glass or two per week still affect us especially in menopause i'm thinking yes okay so this is where it gets a little bit tricky so after you start getting into like pre-menopause, post that kind of thing. You're also in the age range where your body starts tearing down muscle at about 1% plus, depending on the person, one to 5% per year, okay? So this is where you get tricky. Say you're going to the gym. Oh, I'm gonna give one situation, then I'm gonna give like the ideal situation, okay? You're running all the time. You're not doing strength training. You're not eating any protein. You're eating like a 1,000 calories. You're drinking multiple times a week, and then you are hoping to lose weight no fucking way after you turn 35 40. No fucking way. I'm just going to put it out there. Might as well pack in the bags, guys. If that's you, you got to change your shit. Okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be blunt. Okay, there's no fucking way. The second part, or the second way that you can do it is you have like, maybe you enjoy running, love that for you. That's great. Again, cardiovascular health, I'm all for it. Then we have your strength training, which is fantastic, because that's going to help you build muscle and help maintain muscle. So you might not build a substantial amount of muscle, but you will be able to maintain the amount of muscle that you have. It's about 30% of the amount of um, like effort that you, so say you put 100% in to build the muscle, you only need about 30% to maintain it, Around menopause, I'd say like knock it up to 40 a bit, like, you know, really make sure you're pushing your lifts and you're lifting pretty heavy um, in order to maintain it. Um, Then you're also, you know, eating enough protein, you're eating enough calories, and you're also having a glass or or two of wine per week. I don't think that's going to kill you. I don't think that's going to be the end of the world. The biggest thing that I would say is that if you're going to have a glass of wine, have one glass, like Say two times a week, or you have like two glasses of wine on one time a night. The biggest thing is as you get older, you're, when you have it multiple times a week, you're multiple, like there's multiple times that your mTOR is getting shut off. And so if you're gonna have a glass, like if you work out Monday to Friday, and then or Monday, I would say even Monday to Thursday, Friday is like a recovery day. And then Saturday, you had like a glass or two of wine. By Monday, you would probably be okay. Or if you had it Friday night, and then you did your workout Monday, that's probably more ideal, ideal, because it'll have time to like, get out of your body. And then Monday, your workout would still be effective. Okay, so I would say like Monday to Thursday workout if you can, I know not everybody can. But then Friday, you have a glass or two of wine. And then monday you start your workouts back up again right you stay active during the the weekend that kind of thing but realistically that's going to be better than having like one or two glasses of wine multiple times a week and so this is why i'm also like you need to find other ways to like for coping mechanisms and stuff hey maybe it's your workout at this point because you're working out instead of drinking but you need to have those different mechanisms because when you're drinking multiple times a week in my personal opinion it's going to shut the process off multiple times as opposed to just doing it once, enjoying yourself a bit and then going on with your day, right? And because your body is actively working against you to burn like muscle mass, you really need to make sure that you're like with it. The ideal situation, if you guys like wanted to know what that looks like. And also like remember that this is somewhere to build up to too. Like I think a lot of the times we're like, obviously, ladies, like at the end of the day, like if you were eating consistently, eating healthy foods all the time, drinking all your water, managing your stress, working out a few times a week, doing some cardio, like that's like, you know, oh, it's like health heaven, right? But like the odds of any of us really getting to that point with everything else going on, especially if you have kids, menopause, all that kind of shit fun life is pretty much zero. Like unless you're literally just like, I want to be God's healthy angel, then you do your thing. Okay. But for most of us, it's like, we're going to get like solid 80, 85, maybe 90% and we're good. Okay. So just understand that like, you're not, you're not aiming for perfection. You're aiming for better instead of like best, or you're aiming for good instead of like not so good. Like, it's like, you're just kind of going up one level at a time or one step. The ideal would kind of be like, you're doing uh resistance training three to four times a week. even do it five if you'd like to do it five times a week the only thing is is that as you get older i find people like to lift lighter weights because they get scared they're gonna get injured you are gonna get injured if you don't have the muscle mass in order to maintain proper basically like um, engagement when you're doing other things like you never get hurt lifting bicep curls like some people do but like normally they're going pretty heavy you get hurt when you open the door the wind catches it and you throw out your back you get hurt when you go to pick up your grandkid or your child and you throw your back out um you get hurt when you like go down the stairs wrong and you twist your knee like that's when shit goes wrong so a lot of the times like if you're looking at like alcohol and you're looking at you know, menopause, and you're looking at getting older, the idea is basically three, four, five times per week, you're lifting and you're lifting pretty heavy. Like you can put a lot more weight on the bar than you think. We have multiple ladies, Deb Kuhn. Um, I don't know why I said your last name. Sorry, Deb, Deb. We've got Deb, another Deb. Um, we've got Nicole. We have, um, there's a lot of ladies actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Who's another one. That's like really great. Um, Katie, we have, a few other ladies. I don't know. You guys, you're probably like, who the hell are these people? So, I guess it doesn't matter. But they're pretty amazing, and they're on our team, and they are like either premenopausal, menopausal, postmenopausal, or like just within that like forty to sixty range, I guess, because most of our clients are actually anywhere between I would say thirty-five and sixty. So, in terms of that, ladies, it's like again, there's a lot of ladies in through that that marker, and obviously, like you're going to have different symptoms and different things. But realistically, three, four, five times per week, you want to be lifting heavy. Keeping up with your cardiovascular is always a good idea. I don't think that's ever like, if you're like cardio is cardio. you need to reevaluate your cardio because your cardio is essential Oh, That's not even a word, but you guys get what I'm saying. Okay. It's essential. So just make sure that you do it. And then also making sure that like, ideally, obviously no alcohol, but That's okay, like maybe like one or two glasses like a month would be ideal. But I know most of you ladies are probably gonna be starting with like a week or biweekly, which is fine. Drinking enough water, so three liters of water or two liters of water, 2.5 liters is normally like the, the lowest that I like to push it getting your steps in, even like you can do steps instead of cardio um, and getting your calories in so we have overall calories and making sure we're actually eating enough your body is going to tell you that it doesn't want to eat it's going to start being like oh you know like I can eat a little bit less if you've ever seen someone who's 70 years old they don't normally grab a giant sandwich at subway like the 12 inch sub and eat the entire sub they normally grab like half a sub maybe right so the more that you're able to keep your uh, appetite up the longer in my personal opinion that i think you're gonna live um just from like what i've seen from old age and from like multiple people you know my grandma had dementia Watched my grandpa like just absolutely slay life and basically just like fight the aging process and I'm here for it. The amount of food that man eats is fantastic. Um, And then I've also seen people die of cancer. I've seen people die of alcohol abuse. Um, Unfortunately, I've seen a lot of death of a lot of different situations. And the one commonality that I can see between people who live longer and the people who don't is one, they don't drink as much. Um, They're still keeping up with their activity. They're walking. Again, if you don't, if you use it, or if you don't use it, you lose it. Um, They're doing resistance training. They're making sure that they're like really just, just like staying social. And for the most part, again, like alcohol is pretty low, right, alcohol is pretty low. Now, obviously there's gonna be different there's going to be different situations where people who drink their face off live forever. Like that's cool. But at the same time, it's like, if you guys, you know, generally speaking, that normally tends to be the success ratio. Um, so if you're having alcohol maybe like two times, like two glasses a week or two glasses every other week, ideally like two glasses a month is great or like not at all. But again, I know that wine is delicious and alcohol is great. So that's kind of where you want to start. So again, just going over like the ideal, is like two to three liters of water eating enough food to make sure that you are actually sustaining your body. Those 1100 1200 calorie diets are not doing it. If anything, it's causing more harm than good because it's going to start carrying away your muscle tissue. So if you think that you need to eat less in order to lose weight, I definitely require like, I definitely would advise you to rethink that Uh, making sure you're keeping up with your resistance training and pushing hard, keeping up with your cardio, and then making sure that overall, like, again, just eating healthier foods and things like that. So yeah, so I hope that helps ladies. In terms of alcohol and ruining your progress, again, only if you let it and stalling your fat loss. I've honestly, since I stopped drinking, I put on way more muscle than I think I've ever put on in my life. And uh, that's that's been pretty crazy to see. It was a pretty noticeable difference. It wasn't like I'm now suddenly bulky and huge and whatever. But I definitely noticed a difference between me drinking and me not drinking, even for a period of like six to eight weeks. It was like remarkably different in terms of how much I could push in the gym, how consistent my weights were going up, how I felt, how I slept, uh, my digestion, literally everything. So if you ladies are also bloated all the time, if you're having issues, I'm going to say this one last thing and then I'll stop just because uh, I can talk about this forever. But If you are drinking and then you stop and you try and do like a gut health cleanse or something like ridiculous like that, please don't do that. It's honestly just stupid. It's absolute trash. What happens is within three to four weeks, you're like, why is my digestion not improving? It takes longer than that. (laughs) It takes way longer than that for you to see progress. Okay, Digestion, ladies, like if you were to take your intestines and throw them out, It's like, I'm pretty sure it's like 28 feet. It's something ridiculous. Like they just keep going. Okay. And so that on top of the amount of alcohol you've been drinking for God knows how long and all the other foods that you've put in it that probably irritate it and all the other stress and the shit and the whatever else that you've been doing, it's going to take a hot minute to get better. And it's normally going to take anywhere from like eight to 12 weeks to really see progress. And then you've got to sustain it. So if you think you're just going to go do a gut cleanse, go right back to doing what you were doing, it's not a good idea. It's not going to work. It's not the thing that you need to be doing to see progress. Ideally, you need to change your habits. Everyone is so fast to grab a supplement, to buy a sweat belt, to buy anything that they can to make it easier. At the end of the day, you're paying to make something easier that you can do for free right? Like you're like, well, I'm going to go buy a supplement because it'll help. Or you could go have an apple and it does the same thing. Right? So it's like we're paying all this extra money. So if you guys are also stressed out about money right now, but you're, you're so quick to go buy a thing of protein powder, you're so quick to go buy like a box of protein bars, you're buying EAAs, all these kind of things. To be honest, I barely use any supplements anymore, maybe like half a scoop of pre workout, a protein bar here and there, but I really can't eat many of them anymore. And I think that's it. I don't even take EAAs anymore. Right, because I'm not able to take them anymore. So the thing is, is like there's no point. Like I just get it from food, and that's it. I took them because I thought they were fun or something tasty, like whatever. But you don't need it in order to see progress, and I've never needed supplements in order to get where I wanted to go. So if you're looking for a quick fix out, you're going to pay for it. But then you can't complain that you don't have any money if you're spending it on all the expensive supplements instead of just buying food, okay? Because doesn't make sense. So hope you ladies had the best day ever. I hope this helped you. If you guys have more questions about alcohol and how it stalls your fat loss, any progress, any questions, drop them down below. And I will make sure that I read the comments and answer any questions that you have. Um, make sure that you ladies also join our get fit without restrictions group. Um, we have a Q and a that we do every Friday. And I talk like this, except way more in depth. And it's normally about like an hour or so, but you don't have to stay around for the whole thing. Just make sure that you're asking the questions on our Facebook group, and then I will answer them on the Friday at around 12 o'clock EST. So have the best day ever, ladies. Thank you so much for tuning in.